Obesity doesn't just impact your health. It can also cost you money throughout your life, according to research by a medical doctor. With the details, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Dr. Lawrence Cheskin from the Global Obesity Prevention Center, Bloomberg School of Public Health at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore. So, Dr. Cheskin, you led the study of the additional costs and health benefits of a patient being overweight or obese. We all know this is a sad statistic, but how many Americans today fall into those two categories of overweight or obese? More than two out of three. So if you're normal weight, you're in the minority. So tell us what you found in your study when you examined the cost of being obese. Well, I think the bottom line is that it is fairly costly, both in terms of healthcare costs and related costs of how much work you can do because of additional medical conditions and societal costs. The main comparison was between people who were normal weight versus those who are either overweight or, frankly, obese. Mm -hmm. And we looked at it at different ages as well, because very often what happens is that a younger person may either have lower costs of a healthcare condition or higher costs. And that's because of the number of years that remain in their lives so that there's more time for something that has health consequences to have its impact, even though it may be highly unusual, obviously, for a 20-year-old to get a heart attack or something like that, and much more common for a 60-year-old to get a heart attack. Dr. Cheskin, did you find that most of the costs were to the individual, just individual health care costs, or were they more societal losses borne by insurance companies or perhaps productivity losses? They are split between those two or three categories. So they are often of a similar magnitude, those categories. It's kind of akin to, you know, why do we have laws that make you wear helmets if you ride a motorcycle? It's because it's not just your cost to yourself, but society winds up paying for motorcycle accidents for people who are not wearing helmets. So what were the actual dollar figures? We were looking at for younger people in the range of an extra $15,000 over the lifetime of those health care and employment and societal costs and similar for older people, although somewhat higher numbers going up to thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 costs. What was the most expensive age? Presumably you would think it would be the older you get, the more expensive it is, but that's not exactly true, right? No, it varies quite a bit and it depends on whether you are healthy or not to start. So one of the things we looked at very carefully is whether existing health conditions tend to get worse and whether when you have health conditions, for instance, if you have what's called pre-diabetes, your fasting blood glucose is a little high but not quite in the range of being someone with diabetes, how is that influenced by body weight? And clearly, for things like diabetes risk, that is probably the thing that is most tightly linked to body weight. And losing weight can result in substantial reductions in those risks of getting diseases or they're progressing from pre-diabetes to full-blown diabetes, for example, and saving costs as well at the same time. Was there anything in particular that really surprised you in this study? I think one thing that is surprising is there was not that much variability by age. Overweight or obesity 
was costly regardless of what your age was. So based upon what you learned in your study, what advice would you offer to people who are struggling with weight issues? If you already have health conditions, it is even more important that you do something about it to reduce your risks of further problems or progression of your health conditions. On the other hand, even if you have no conditions, you will still improve your health and save costs if you do something about it. Not easy to do, though, and that's why targeting the interventions to things that seem to be the most effective and people who will gain the most from losing weight seems like an important offshoot of this kind of analysis. The main public health message is don't give up, do something about it. Dr. Lawrence Cheskin from Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. My pleasure. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or topics or listen to past shows, our web address is InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pair.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Lisa G. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>